what a morning. <laughs> the hearts are overwhelmed and with such gratitude and love and honor and thankfulness for such an amazing gift of um, love to our hearts. And, um, and, and just thank you very, very much for the way that you've been family with us on the journey. Helen, <laughs> as well. And we just love you guys so much. It's just family here. And, um, and, and Trent, what a gift you've given us this morning. Thank you so much. It just meant so much to have you all just, just pour out your hearts to us this morning with your waiata and haka. Thank you so much. And I'm how is I'm totally surprised. <laughs> I had no idea. Um, and I'm just so honoured of the people who are in the room today. And I know... Um, Many others would probably want to have come if they'd had the opportunity and been able. But I just, we're just so overwhelmed. Um, it's hard to um, express what you feel when you see so many people who have shared this journey with us, who are here today. And we just want to honour all of our friends and family and I, I was so surprised when Sarah and Joe walked in and I thought, oh, are you guys here? Like, this is amazing. And now it all clicks. <laughs> so, Ruth, <laughs> that Scottish side, eh? <laughs> You've just so blessed us, um, surprised us, but we are so honoured. I don't think I've told too many people that we just clicked over tw 40 years of ministry. Um, on the, at the end of January. So anyway, the word got out. <laughs> but anyway, I just want to honour you all and thank you so much. We feel so much love in the room and so much honour. And also I think, um, you know, 40 years is a significant moment and we are so committed to seeing God's kingdom and all his purpose for this beautiful Tai Tukaro, our region, which so needs us as the people of God, us as believers, to demonstrate what it is to walk together in love, to walk together in humility, to walk together to demonstrate what the kingdom, what heaven is like. And so we feel also the I guess the, the challenge that still remains for us to see that come to pass, and I'm just so grateful for the words, um, amazing prophetic words through Prophet Luca Robinson on Thursday, as well as the beautiful scripture, Ian and Paul and Ruth, that you've shared with us today. We are aware of this call to, we've just begun, <laughs> and... Um, we're so committed to this journey together of seeing our region so impacted by the love of God. The needs are great, but greater is he who was in us than he was in the world. The challenges are amazing ahead of us, but we have this confidence now that something's changing in 2021 
and that we're going to enter into those things that we've dreamed into and prayed for. And so um, I just want to thank you so much that for what you've done for us today. We feel overwhelmed. We're, I'm so surprised, <laughs> but overwhelmed for you who have traveled. Um, Trent and the team from Whangarei, just love you guys. Thank you so much for your aroha. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you, Helen, and other amazing people in the room here. Thank you, every one of you, just for honoring us in this way. We feel so overwhelmed. And I would like to just, um, I'd like to just really honor our children and um, yes. Sarah and Rachel, who stood with us over these years in Moirawatu. We just couldn't do it without you guys. You were a real part of it with us. It was one team. It wasn't us individually. You were really, you were it too. And um, so we just honour you with um, Anna and Johnny and Sarah and David and Rachel. Mm. Is Anna here? Oh, crash. she's in the crash. Oh, wow. All right. Love you too, Anna. Thank you for coming. All right. <laughs> Thank you so much. Amazing. Well, our message hardly seems um, quite in fitting with the occasion now, but anyway, we will roll, and Ricky's going to... Are we going to share together this morning? Um, we're going to share together. It is Valentine's Day, and so... Um, we just want to wish you all an incredible Valentine's yes. Day today with lots of love and, and may it be a special day for you. Mm. And we want to share something special about a part of our journey that I trust will be a blessing for you today. So, Vicky, mm. Wasn't Chloe's song amazing? Oh. The greatest romance of all is that, how the words go? The greatest romance of all is just the Lord's love to us. And like every single one of us today, we are his Valentine. Yeah. The Lord has fought for you, loved you breathes uh, dreams over you, yeah. sees you as powerful and glorious and beautiful and have tucked, him, tucked you in the bosom of his heart. Yeah. And we're all his valentine today. And we want to share our valentine story of how we um, got to know each other. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Is that all right? Because um, because that the theme is legacy, and the and everybody's story is that God's stories that God gives us is carrying seeds that will multiply over and over and over. And we yes. believe this story today is going to have, there's a seed in it and there's a spirit upon it to be able to bless you and your children and your children's children as it has us with our yes. family. Yes. And, um, and because the Lord says that there's, um, that, that the, the testimony of Jesus is a spirit of prophecy. Wow. And so we share this because we believe it's got a prophetic word for you. And your, your story might be completely different. And that's, oh, that's, that's completely completely wonderful because Jesus is the one who is redeemer, restorer, healer, and, and the one that just makes our lives, just returns it to be like heaven on earth again. And everyone is carrying stories that are going to be glorious, that are impacting. And they, it says that we overcome by the blood of the lamb and by the word of our stories, the word of our testimonies. And so we're going to be, all of us are carrying stories that are going to punch into the spirit realm that are going to be able to bring everybody through into their God-given place. Yes. And so today, um, I'm, my, our story starts with, um, well, um, yeah, so I, I was nursing. Uh, no, you were going to start. Oh, you start. <laughs> All right, I've got, I've got this one. 
Okay. Uh, once upon a time. A long time ago. <laughs> Before some of you were born. <laughs> a young farm boy. And I grew up on a farm. Had a growing call of God in my life. And after some years of just pondering that and wrestling with that, I ended up um, going to a Bible college in Whangarei with Pastors Graham and Tui Cruikshank. And I just honor Pastor Graham and Tui as an amazing couple in, in God. And uh, so I ended up in Pastor Graham's um, Bible college. Um, he was not surprised to see me, um, as men of prayer are not. When they see God bring about something they've believed into and prayed for. But he saw something in my life that I had no idea of. But, he, but I responded to that nudge of the Holy Spirit. Ended up in Bible college. And um, as you know, in Bible colleges, there, this was a, a you know, girls and guys Bible college, and there were some attractive, beautiful young girls in the Bible college. And of course, your heart naturally and your mind thinks, is this the one? Is this the one? Is that the one? And uh, there was uh, opportunities. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and you could see it was reciprocal. Um, and, you know, you, yeah, enough said. Anyway, um, but in that situation, you know what? I was able to listen to the Holy Spirit within. And even though the opportunity there was to develop relationship with a number of um, beautiful young women, the Holy Spirit kept saying, no, no, not yet, not yet, not this one. And so I went right through my two years and come out the other end. And I felt a very strong call to Moirewa and uh, just a whole new plan unraveling in my life. And out of the Bible college, I went single and um, began to go up to Moirewa in mid-1980, moved there in early 81, and I moved into the Moirewa community. You were 23. I was 23, this white boy into Moirewa, knowing nothing <laughs> um, but knowing the call of God in my life. And so I went into the community. There was not very many Christians in Moirua and certainly no younger ones that could be prospective marriage partners. And so um, uh, that was my early years there. And uh, I realized that in my aloneness, as I felt that as a young man, feeling a pastoral call in my life, realizing this is not ideal, this is not ideal, pastoring a church, young and single, uh, there I was, beginning church planting. And, uh, and the Holy Spirit showed me one day that God had brought Eve to Adam. And so a faith grew in my heart that he would bring um, to me the girl of his choice. And all I had to do was commit myself to what he had called me to do. And so faith grew. And uh, I was able to be in peace and also... In Auckland, meanwhile, in Auckland, a faithful couple pray. Day after day, Ken and Dorothy Bassett, wow. God bless this young man. <laughs> Send him a wife. And uh, God answers prayer. Mm. So, um, and I was in nursing. I was down in Moirua. I used to be, we were, I brought up in Christchurch, then went to Hokianga and Horiki, then went back to Christchurch again. And... Um, and so I was back down in Christchurch uh, nursing, and, um, and while I was uh, there, 
um, different boys came along, and, um, and I felt like the Lord was saying to me, um, and, and oh, actually, the different boys came along, but I didn't have a peace about those relationships. And then, as I was reading my Bible one day, um, I read in Song of Solomon, and it says, do not stir up or awaken love until it pleases. And it says that three times in Song of Solomon. And it just hit my heart. Like God said to me, it's like, Vicky, don't stir up love. And don't stir this up until, um, and, and I'm gonna, until it pleases. And I knew it was the pleasing the Lord, you know. And, um, and so I just had, from there I had like a faith that God was to, 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 to go to sleep. I just felt like God said to go to sleep in that area. And, um, and, um, and so different boys came along, but I just say, I'm your sister in the Lord. And um, that kind of put them off. <laughs> and um, so, uh, and then, so then, um, from from, and then this, a really weird thing happened. On my ring finger, there was a, Lady Di was all the rage with her, you know, beautiful rings and sapphire rings. I had on my hand a wart. <laughs> <laughs> And it was just like, it just like I just knew God was saying to me, honey, this is out of bounds, you know. <laughs> and, um, and so I just felt like, and, and with that came um, just another knowing that God was, that God, God was looking after that area of my life. And, I, and, actually, in the, and, also I used to, and also I used to thought, God, can I really hear you that well? I don't know if I can actually really hear you when it's the right one. Am I going to know? You know, I feel like, I don't, hear, I don't know your voice that well. And that, that kind of, um, I just had to really hand it to Jesus and just trust that he would really make it clear when the time was right that I'd know. And um, so then I came up north and, uh, and I and came up to my mum and dad. They were in Kaiko at that stage and, um, and had a holiday with them. And then they came out to see Howie's mum and dad up at Kirikiri. Kiri. And, uh, and so we met, met Howie and I came back home um, and I said to my mum, Gosh, he's nice. And um, mum said, yeah, he's really nice. Mum worked with him um, in the trust in Kaikaui. And, uh, and so she said, should we invite him over for dinner? And I, and he, and I said, that'd be great. And, uh, and, <laughs> and she said, he's a pastor. He's a pastor and he's a, uh, and he's a, um, a farmer. I thought, hmm, pastor and farmer. What do I think about that? You know? And then I thought, that'd be, that'd be nice to meet him. So mum invited him over for dinner. And um, is there anything we say? No. And then, and so then I, um, and then we just got on really well that night. And then I flew back down to Christchurch again. And then when I opened my Bible, every time I opened my Bible, it was about husbands, wives, family. <laughs> and then I'd open the next day, husbands, wife, family. The next day, husbands, wife, family. Because I'm not kind of a methodical person. Um, with my <laughs> Bible reading, and um, and so I just got um, so the, just constantly, it just every every time it was just like ages. Just every time I opened my Bible, it was about husbands, wife, and family, and then and then I turn on Radio Rima, husbands, wife, and family. You know, it was like husbands, wife, and family, and so I just got this knowing, oh, this is God, this is God doing it. This is going to be my husband. And then I thought, well, how am I going to get to know him? You know, and I thought, hmm, maybe I could write her a Christmas card. And so I just wrote a Christmas card to Howie and then and said it was really nice meeting him. And then he sent a card back again. And he, and he said, I'm reading this book at the moment um, about discipleship, John Yarn or Tears or something. Or yeah, and, and, I, and the amazing thing is, is that I was reading the exact same book at the same time. 
And then I'd think, I'd love to write another letter, but I feel really embarrassed. Maybe, um, maybe I should wait a while to not, not do it straight away. <laughs> 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 so, so letter like about a month, and then I thought, okay, another one. <laughs> and then wrote him another letter, and then he wrote another one back, and he, was, he wrote a scripture in, it was the same one that the Lord had just been given me. And so I just had this knowing that he was going to be my life partner. And God was putting it together. So I used to say to my nana, I'm going up north and I'm, um, and I'm going to marry this pastor. And she's going, are you sure? And then I'd say to my friends, I'm going up north and I'm going to marry this pastor. They're going, I don't know, you know. And then I'd tell my patients, I was nursing at that time, I'm going to be going up north and marrying a pastor. They said, that's nice, dear. Put an ad in the paper so we know when you get engaged. <laughs> I said, okay. <laughs> so I bought a wedding dress. <laughs> my car with my dad helped me and we drove up north and I drove dad was really freaked out because I was driving so fast I couldn't wait to get there (laughs) 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 so then I get get the nursing I get to the nursing home in Kawakawa and think okay so I'd love to go to Howie's church but I feel so embarrassed about going there that feels awkward so I thought okay I'll go around the, 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 the all the nursing staff who's going to church this morning and someone said I am I'm going to Kawakawa um, AOG I said can I tag along and they said yeah sure so I hopped in the in, in the car with her and we went down to um to Kawakawa AOG and there was Howie's church, all there at the same time. And they were having combined service. <laughs> yes! <laughs> oh, I forgot to say, just before I left Christchurch, though, I felt like, Father, I'm just, I just this knowing it's going to happen. I just know this is going to happen, but then I just want to surrender it all to you. I want to lay it down again. And so I just felt like I just had to give it all back to Jesus. So I said, Lord, if this is, I just want to lay it down. I don't want to go after something you don't want me to. I want to be in the center of your will. So I give it all to you. And so the next morning I woke up and I read my Bible and it was in Jeremiah. And it was like, um, how um, set up signposts and road marks. Go back to the cities from which you came from. Go back to the cities, not Christchurch. Back to the cities from which you came from. How long will you get about, O faithless daughter? For the Lord's created a new thing. A woman shall embrace a man. <laughs> So here I come with my wedding dress. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Meanwhile, meanwhile, when I first met Vicky, I thought, I really like her. She's very nice, but too young. And uh, seven years younger. She's seven years younger than me. And uh, it's great. (sighs) So um, she writes me four times, I think, in in through. through 1985, and I respond to her letters in all honestly as just a brother in the Lord encouraging her. What she got out of it was unbelievable. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) You write this, and the Holy Spirit says that. So I'm blown away. Anyway, I hear news that Vicky is moving to Kawakawa, and everyone up there is getting a little excited about Vicky coming. 
And they were picking up on something I had no idea of. A bit like no. today. <laughs> and uh, they were going, Rebecca is coming. <laughs> Isaac, Rebecca. <laughs> and they were already sensing something special is happening. Meanwhile, I'm oblivious. I don't know, she's got a wedding dress in the booth. <laughs> so yes, we had quite a number of combined services there for a season because we were just seeking to build together unity in, in the communities of Kawakawa and Moirewa. And it, it was like every week from then on, for weeks, for a few weeks, it was like every week um, the combined service with Kawakawa and Moirewa. Never had it before, never had it after, and God was just putting us together. This, this, you're going to laugh about this, but one couple, Ina and Betty Papira, in the Assembly of God in Kawakawa, started a prayer meeting to pray for, you know, God to move in the valley, them invite me and Vicky. No. <laughs> Only four of us. <laughs> and I'm naive. I'm just going to a prayer meeting. And um, after, <laughs> after the prayer meeting, they would go off to bed and the lights on the veranda were left on with two chairs. <laughs> Talk about setup. Okay. So my heart starts to awaken now, and, um, and I begin to realize, hey, God, you're doing something here. Um, and so one night I had dinner with Vicky, and we prayed together, and we said, Lord, neither of us want to get hurt in this relationship, so God, we want to really know that you're in this. And that's really, you know, a really pivotal thing that, you know, in relationships, it's knowing God's in it. It's knowing God's in it. There's red lights, but then there's green lights. And when, when um, it's time, it's time. Vicky goes off home to bed, and I think she says how she was praying all the way home, God, tell him quick, tell him quick, tell him quick. <laughs> and um, I can't settle that night. It's really interesting, and I'm just trying to go to sleep, and I feel like this nagging impression to read Genesis 24, and I'm going, Genesis 24, Genesis 24. That's Isaac and Rebecca. So I, I read the story out right through. Okay, Lord, get down to verse 50, and it says this, and Laban and Bethuel replied, the matter comes from the Lord. The matter comes from the Lord. No one can speak good or evil. No one can speak good or evil. Heaven was smiling, and it was green light. This relationship was on, and um, so... It was only, we were engaged quite quickly and married some months later. Six weeks. Six weeks. <laughs> we were engaged in six weeks. <laughs> we were engaged in six weeks and married in six months. <laughs> and then when he proposed to me, I was in the nursing hospital. <laughs> I was in the nursing hospital, um, hostel, and, he, and um, he got on his knee and he proposed to me and asked if I'd like to marry him. And I, have, um, I had this little crystal on the, on the windowsill. I love the rainbows and everything. And then when, he, when I said yes, the room just lit up with rainbows. Amazing, eh? It's just like promise. Yeah. All right. So, so began our journey. And, uh, you know... Um, we would say in our relationship together, both Vicky and I, that, you know, when you enter into a marriage covenant relationship, and you enter into a relationship, you're not without challenges, eh? Yeah. 
every relationship has its challenges. My first year, I was crying all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We had to work our relationship. <laughs> and, and the reason, the reason Vicky was crying, because I had a misunderstanding in the sense that I thought, yay, helpmate, you know, now I can do more ministry. And so I just got busier than ever, out at night. Now I've got someone to take care of home and visit Vicky's... Um, not long pregnant, and we didn't go too long till she got pregnant. One and, month uh, and a baby on the way. One month. <laughs> so, <laughs> we were going to wait two years. <laughs> no TV. But I learned something very, 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 very powerful, and it's great how God just intervenes in life. You know, whatever your situation, whatever you're facing, God will come yeah. and speak to you. And he said to me one day, son, he said, read that passage again. And he said, it is not good that the man be alone. I will make a helpmate suitable to him in Genesis chapter 2 and 3. And I suddenly realized God said companionship before helpmate. And that, that transformed me because I realized I needed to invest into companionship. And Vicky didn't marry to get some dirty clothes and dishes to wash. She married to have companionship. And so that's the fundamental underlying purpose in marriage is companionship. And you know, when that is right, then joyful, sacrificial service flows out to each other. And so I had to learn that lesson. But we had our challenges and, you know, every relationship does, but we loved each other. We had the word of God. Mm. We had a promise from God and we have the covenant, you know, that we'd made to one another. And, you know, we're grateful for parents who had put into our lives foundations mm. that enabled us to navigate both building marriage, having family our five beautiful children, all born in Moirewa, and also to embrace the ministry um, and to give ourselves to all of that by his grace. And so um, grateful for the marriage seminars, grateful for the input into our lives, and just want to encourage you, you know, build a great legacy in your relationships. Invest into it. You know, Vicky and I, I just want to say to you, Vicky and I went to a marriage seminar in Russell Baptist last yeah. year, uh, late last year, and we loved it, you know, nearly 35 years, but God is oh, good. Oh, great. And it so, rekindled our, our romance. We'd forgotten about that part for a little bit, and it just rekindled <laughs> that again, you know? Just keep going to those things. Just keep going to the building. It's the most precious relationship on the planet, and we think we can just um, do without building into it, but it's important to build into our relationship. It is the most precious tonga we could have. And just, um, yeah, take some time out for it. Mm. Look, in, in sharing our story this morning, you know, it might seem for many of you that it's like a bit of a fairy tale story. And, and in some ways, um, you know, we've had a very blessed experience in relationships, in our relationship together. But you know what? Um, we talked about this and we said, shall we share our story? Because it's not everybody's story. It's not everybody's experience. And we thought, no, the spirit of Jesus, the spirit of 
prophecy is the testimony of Jesus. You know, what he's done for us. We don't share because we are in any way um, any different to you. But we do share that the grace of God enabled us to make choices that have resulted in incredible blessing. And, you know, we're able to, by his grace, have a stable home and raise our children in that environment. And we thank God for his grace. But we would not do justice this morning if we didn't say to you, whatever your story today, God is redemptive. Yes. We live in a redemptive community. We live yes. with a God who's redemptive. And whatever your story is, we want to say to you today that God will invade your situation yes. here and now and bring about the most beautiful legacy in the years ahead for you and, 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 and your children and your children's children. And so we want to encourage you today that there is a legacy to be built in family. There is a legacy to be built in raising our sons and our daughters. And, and look, if you're single this morning and you're looking, you're waiting for that God one that you know is right for your life, then be encouraged. God has someone for you. He really does. He, he, he cares about our hearts. He cares about us. He wants us to be in relationship um, together. And um, if you're single and you've been waiting a long time, you know, some, some people do go through life and they don't marry and they don't find that relationship that works for them. But you don't want to say this, that the Bible says, sing, O barren one, rejoice, the daughter of the desolate, the daughter that the children of the unmarried will be more than the children of the married. And you may not be graced or, or blessed with that opportunity to build a relationship in the natural, but I'll tell you what, some of the most beautiful people I know may not have children, and yet they have spiritual sons and daughters way beyond what we have. And so I want to say to you, every one of you today, that there's a legacy in relationships. There's a legacy that God has for us, married, single, old, young, wherever, whatever the history, whatever the experience, there's a destiny and a history and, a, and, and destiny for us all. And you know, the more we're able to sow into this area of building great sons and daughters, we're raising up spiritual sons and daughters with kingdom principles. We strengthen our community. We build the foundations of, we raise up the age-old foundations and we establish destiny and legacy for the generations to come. And so, yeah, we've tried to blend a bit of, bit of Valentine's with legacy. <laughs> but you know what? I'm so grateful to God for His principles and His ways. And, and you know, we, we are believing for it. We pray for our, our sons and our daughters. And um, since, since they were toddlers, we've been because we've got a faith that God can do that, our legacy has been that we've prayed for our children when they're just toddlers. We've been believing for their life partner. And now we've got little um, grandchildren, we're believing for their life partner. And we're praying for that now because we just know, and that's why we want to share this, because the, the spirit of prophecy is so that you have faith that God can do it for your mokos. And your, and, and, um, your moko mokos, I think they're called. <laughs> yeah, so... We have three beautiful, um, two beautiful son-in-laws, two amazing son-in-laws and one beautiful daughter-in-law. And we're just so grateful to God. And uh, we've got some more to believe for. <laughs> but, um, we're just praying into that. 
from their birth that God will bring into their life a, a person who will be an amazing blessing and strength for them a and a lifelong partner for them. So God bless you this morning. You know, just as we round out today, I just asked if, if Ruben and Harmony, could we could just sing the chorus of that beautiful um, The Blessing song with you know, Carrie Joe and, and, and Carly. And, and you know, that beautiful song that, that's been written that, that highlights the blessing. And I just want to say to you that today, you know, if you haven't begun your journey with Jesus, don't miss the opportunity today. Don't miss your opportunity this morning to begin your journey with Jesus because the greatest legacy you can leave to the generations ahead is for you to surrender your life to Jesus. Not only will He heal you, restore you, He'll begin to rebuild the foundations of your life. He'll begin to establish and restore you. And He will bring into your life beautiful relationships with believers. He'll give you mamas and papas. He'll give you brothers and sisters. He will, He will, He will, if you're already in married, He will strengthen and build that relationship to a whole new level. But I want to say to you today, if you're here this morning, you haven't given your heart to Jesus, today's your day. Today's your day. And this morning, we're going to just pray two things. You know, if you want to just, just take a moment, just with every head bowed. If there, is there anyone in the house this morning who would like just, just to respond to the call to just surrender your life to Christ? Is there anyone? All right. Don't see any hands. All right, what about your relationships this morning? You want to surrender those to the Lord? Say, God, we want you in the center of every relationship. I want God, yeah, I want you in the center of my relationships, amen? We want God in the center of our relationship. He's our strength. He's, a, he's made of what it is. And he, he just fills relationships with great grace. And we just want to pray for you. And then we're going to sing this morning. We want to pray for you. An impartation from what God's given us into your spirit. Reuben, Reuben imparted it into my spirit about two or three weeks ago, and I've been shifted by that prayer, and uh, my heart's been more healed through that prayer. And so an impartation, when we pray, and, and Holy Spirit's right here. So we're going to impart and just believe Holy Spirit in this prayer to, to, um, to, to put faith into you for your children's children and your children's marriages and whatever relationship you are, that it just become more like heaven on earth. There's a scripture in Deuteronomy that talks about that, that, that our days be multiplied like the days of heaven. I, be, I believe that for our family and God's done that for us. And I believe that's what He wants to impart here today, that our days are like the days of heaven. So wherever you're at, God's got more for you. So Father, we want to thank you for an impartation today. We praise you, Lord Jesus, that you're the God who absolutely knows us. You see us, you understand us, and you love us. And you know the right life mate for our children and for us and for our children and our children's children. You know who it is, Lord. And we praise you that you're getting them prepared. We praise you that you're getting them ready. We praise you that our children are going to find their life partner.
the groom over us, Lord Jesus. You were the bride and you were teaching us every single day about the beauty of relationships. You're teaching us how to forgive. You're teaching us how to restore. You're teaching us how to be able to hold on. And we thank you, Father, for marriages and relationships and, and children being absolutely blessed in this place, like heaven on earth. In Jesus' name, yes. amen. Yes, Father, we just release redemptive grace yeah. into every relationship, Lord, that may be broken or failed. Lord, we just release the grace of God yeah. on everybody in the house today. Lord, that you're a redemptive God. Yes. You're a restoring God. And Lord, every day is a new day. That's to, right. to Lord, to walk in the faith that you will heal and restore and rebuild and strengthen and give us an inheritance in family and in our destiny, a legacy, Lord in, the, Lord, in the future generations. And Lord, we make choices today to live for those future generations. Yes. We make choices today, Lord, not just for ourselves, but Lord, for those that will come. And so, Father, grace us to make choices for future generations in Jesus' name. And Lord, we believe now for your blessing. We believe now for your blessing. Yes. In Jesus' name, amen.